Hello, everybody. Great morning, great afternoon, great evening. This is Anissa, your friend. I'm your neighbor. Yes, I am the work from home CEO, and so are you. Thank you once again for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Listen, if you've not already done so, please decide who you will be sharing this podcast with. I appreciate you in advance for being a supporter. Not only are you tuning in, but of course, supporting by just sharing it with people that you know who either already have a home-based business or who are considering a home-based business. The objective of this podcast is to educate and to encourage and to serve both in both of those capacities. So for those who may be contemplating the information that we share, will assist them with making the decision that they need to make to to move forward and starting their own business. And then if they are already in business, then the information shared is going to assist them in their journey. Well, today's episode is all about tips, tips for the home-based business, the home-based business owner. And I was reading um, online the other day information that I find and, and, and I found an article that I thought was was very appropriate. I agreed with every bit of the content that they shared. So rather than recreating the wheel, I'm going to read to you what I found and add my little extra to it based on personal experiences. Now, for the sake of clarity, the source of um, the information that I'm going to sh- provide, I found online all business Um, your small business advantage. It's an actual um, article, like an online newspaper, I guess, or online magazine, an article written. And so it offers 10 tips for home-based business owners. So let's get started. The first tip is to set a schedule and to stick to it. It reads, the allure of working from home is powerful, but so is the appeal of spending more time with your family or taking a nap in the middle of the day. Setting and maintaining a schedule for your workday is critical. What do I say to that statement? Amen. When you set a schedule, creating that systematic consistency is what's going to help you stay focused. Your activity each day may vary, but to have set a set schedule of when to work will not only help you with organizing what it is that you need to do in the way of task, but it also creates the consistency needed for your family. If you're married, if you have small children, if they understand that within a certain window of time you're making phone calls or you are unavailable between 9 a.m. and 12 12 noon, then they respect what you've created for yourself. And when that schedule is set and followed and that consistency is solidified, then everybody's on the same page. But if you're all over the place with working, they're all over the place with with being in your space and nobody nobody it's not fair to anyone so you, you want to stick with a schedule that's number one number two set up a dedicated office area you can't run your business from your kitchen table a successful business requires a fully equipped home office if you have an extra bedroom convert it into an office space if you don't have an extra room then set up a partition and and use a certain amount of space in a room now i, I will tell you this i've been operating a home-based business for 20 years and I, there are times when my work spills over into other areas of my house i have a dedicated office space it's a bedroom that was converted that is my office. However, my dining room table or my kitchen table can eventually on many occasions become my workstation. However, I have a dedicated space. Now, one of the biggest 
biggest reasons why that's so important is that in order to take advantage of the taxable deductions afforded those who have a home-based business, you must have a home, uh, a dedicated space in your house that's specific for business. It cannot be a office slash extra storage slash guest bedroom. It has to be strictly for business. So that was number two. Number three, always be professional. Oh, I can't talk about this enough. Granted, on any given day, I may be completing this podcast in my lounging pajamas. Let's be clear, okay? But as a general rule, even though I am a home-based business owner, when I am handling business, especially out in the general public, I'm always professional. I'm presenting my best. You know, one of the biggest perks of running a home-based business is having the option of being able to work in your pajamas. But your customers should not be able to tell that you just rolled out of bed. That's what it says in the article. Maintain maintain normal office, office hours. We've already talked about that. But you want to have a professional demeanor. Right now, we're doing a lot of things virtually. I don't go online virtually without looking my best. I will put on makeup. I will, you know, have my hair combed. I will have on a nice top. I'm not going to be in casual gear doing and a live entertaining guests talking with clients conducting meetings I just will not do it do not fall in the trap many women that I see particularly because I work with women um, are home-based business owners and then when they go out into the general public they're too casual to be taken seriously number three is always be professional number four don't neglect marketing and advertising you guys let me say this we blow up social media with pictures of our products, with pictures of conferences that might we go to. We might, we may bleed a lot on people that are our followers and our friends about our business. And, and that's a gray area. That's a topic in and of itself that we need to go into. But here's what I want to say. Just because you have a website or just because you post on Facebook does not mean you don't need to do any other form of, of uh, marketing or advertising. Number four in this article says, just because you build it doesn't necessarily mean they will come. To succeed, you need to advertise your new business. Marketing and advertising really does not have to be expensive. What I have offered in the way of advice to people that I've spoken with is that you want to have two different mediums going on simultaneously. One in the internet websites um, genre and then one in another genre. So for example, you could market in magazines, ads, newspapers, you could do radio advertising, you could do social media, you could also um, have your own website, okay? And when I say social media, I mean Facebook, Instagram, and all of that. So what I oftentimes do is take the website and social media and pair them together in the same medium because that is virtual. And then I take radio, TV, and print and put those together, okay? You wanna have one in each medium at all times. So I have a website, absolutely. I have a Facebook page for my business. However, at the same time, I'm marketing in an advertising. I pay pay for paid advertising in a magazine. Why is it important? People don't know you exist until they know you exist. The magazine article for me is what's going to funnel traffic from people who I may not know and bring them to my Facebook page and or my website. Once they become connected to me, they know how to keep up with me. But you've got to always have something out there that will pull people in that you don't already know. So do not neglect marketing and advertising. Number six, familiarize, I'm sorry, number five. 
familiarize yourself with applicable tax laws. You are about to enter into a whole world of taxation that you may not be familiar with, especially if you're just starting your business. So to, to, to keep from being just all over the place, find an accountant, someone especially who's especially familiar with the home-based business platform, okay? Ask the questions that you need from a certified public accountant. Those of us who have been in business for years and have you know been on this journey for a while, we could offer you advice and we can tell you what we do, but it's always best to talk with an accountant, someone that's in the business. Number six, check with your zoning commissions. Make sure there are no zoning laws that prevent you from running your business from your home. Now that may sound strange, but I know of cases where people have um, acquired residency, bought a home, um, invested in property where they may be um, actually residing, and based on the program for which they qualify for, or as this article says, the zoning and area in which they live, they cannot operate a business. Now, so just check that, okay? I better say to sorry, most direct sales companies don't have that issue, um, but there are other businesses that you might consider that would pose a problem for you. Number seven, develop a business plan. Where do you want your business to be in the next six months, the next two years, the next five years? Um, Many small business owners, as this article says, mistakenly think that a business plan is only necessary if they're going to have investors. But businesses of all sizes can be a business plan as a roadmap, can use that as a roadmap to success. So here's here's what I want to say about that. Most of the times a business plan is, is needed when you're starting from scratch with your business. You've got the idea of opening up the fizzle boutique for example and you must create a business plan because you're looking for capital and you're going to the bank and that business plan is very much a part of the package that they ask for um, when you request those funds however for some of us who've started their businesses on a small scale they may have did their own funding through their credit card or their own savings accounts or they may have started through um, a direct sales company which with the investment startup was very small they did not have to go that route we oftentimes those of us who follow within that in that window oftentimes forget about the business plan the business plan is just simple where do you want to be in the next six months where do you want to be in the next year two years how many new customers do you want within the next six months, in the next year, in the next five years? When you write that out and make it plain, write it out and make it plain, then that's going to help you with not only um, visually seeing, you have a you have a measuring tool by which to d- determine whether or not what you're doing is working. Is it really supporting your goal? Is it re- is supporting the plan that you have for your business? Or if you need to make any shifts or if you're right on schedule, your business plan is your roadmap definitely number seven is develop a business plan number eight get your business online now I've already talked about that briefly somewhat but this article reads that the internet is the single best way for a home-based business to reach out to prospective customers even if the business isn't anything you need a website that can function as an online profile for your company now here's what I want to say Um, I had a conversation a few days ago with a lady who is a, a publishing uh, agent. She's a mentor to assist people with publishing their own books. One of the things she makes reference to is that each and every one of her authors are encouraged to create a website for themselves. Now, 
they people can go there to purchase her books P- people can go there to buy the book people can go there to learn more about the author if they want to book the author for a speaking engagement they can go to that website so the website doesn't have to be anything elaborate but you do need a platform where people can find you if you're out and about networking and you're passing out your business cards one of the very first things that people will do is check for a website so that they can go and investigate who you are what you're about and what you've been doing and to, especially if they're intrigued about who you are and what you represent. So definitely get your business online. So if you're selling a product or service, that's pretty much a given. Um, if you're a public speaker, an author, if, um, if you provide tutoring, it doesn't matter the service. Everyone needs a website. And how, how big and elaborate you make it is up to you. But something simplistic is very, very much, um, very much, I mean, that'll do. That really will. Now, here's what some people have done. Because to maintain a website can cost, they create Facebook pages. And they buy their website domains. They go ahead and go through a a source like GoDaddy and pay for the domain. And then they have that domain attached to their Facebook page until they actually get a website started. So there's another thought. So number eight was get your business online. Number nine, do your market research. You may think your idea for a home-based business is unique, but unless you do some market research, you won't know whether or not your market is already saturated. Market research can help you find a specific angle for your business or product, giving you an edge on your competitors. This is especially important when you're doing your own startup. Many people who start a business or begin to build a business from home are affiliated with the direct sales market. Um, direct sales industry doing your market research may not be as is necessary I would say however if you're starting something new if you're a baker um, I had a I have a friend of mine who started off her business initially making candles making soaps making um, it was candles and soaps it was something else I can't remember what else she had going and in the course of time she decided to narrow it all the way down to just candles only so now she does candles, wax, and room sprays. She doesn't get into the soaps and things of that nature. It wasn't that she was not good at that. It, and it was it had nothing to do with the fact that her items did not sell. But when she looked at the market, she realized there were a lot of people making the homemade soaps and things of that nature, but not exclusively candles. And so she focused strictly on candles, gave them more of an elegant appeal, and she's doing very well now. So definitely your market research is important. And then number 10, and this can be the most pivotal point, I believe, and that's don't get discouraged. Do not get discouraged. Do do not get discouraged, rather. I'm sorry. Many businesses fail simply because their owners become discouraged after a disappointing trial. Um, You got to take, it's going to take grit. It's going to take determination to continue to build your business. And one of the things I recommend in this course, um, of, of being an entrepreneur is to is to connect yourself with a group of people that are like-minded. They may not necessarily be in your specific business venture. They may not be a baker like you, but they've been in business for a while, operating a business from home. They've got a lot of wisdom and they've got a lot of experience under their belt. So they can assist you to get through this the period of time when things happen and you feel like giving up because it will happen. But if you've got the right people around you, the people who have pushed through who've got years of experience, who built their business with the level of integrity that you, you could appreciate, having them in your corner and to be your sounding board is going to serve you very well. 
Oftentimes when people get discouraged, they talk to other people who have no clue as to what it is to build a business and they don't know why you're starting to do that blah, 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 blah business anyway. So again, you will get discouraged, but don't allow it to overcome you. Don't allow it to overtake you. Don't allow it to cause you to quit. Get yourself positioned around other like-minded people who are entrepreneurs themselves, not necessarily in your business venture, but who have been doing this thing for a while so they can be your sounding board and offer you the pick-me-up that you need to get to press through. So that's 10 steps, you guys, 10 suggestions, 10 tips for home-based business owners. Again, I found this article online, 10 tips for home-based business owners by all business editors, Soho and businesses. This was an article I found online. I'm always reading and I thought it was so appropriate today. I'm going to be posting this podcast to my work from home CEO Facebook page, as well as to Instagram. And I will also be sharing this article. So if you want to read this article yourself or any other articles by this particular source, you have access to this information. Well, with that being said, I certainly hope you are doing well. I hope this has served you well. Thank you again, as I said before, for joining me and of course, for sharing this podcast with those in your circle. Until we meet again, always remember the success is in your hand. I am your friend. I am your neighbor. I am the work from home CEO. And this is Anissa signing off. Make it a great week.